You're listening to Page Up with Dr. Angela Loria, episode 15, Lab Copy Masterclass. Welcome to Page Up, a podcast for authors in transformation, featuring advice on the basic fundamentals of selecting a book topic and overcoming writer's block, to advanced techniques for publishing and marketing nonfiction books. Now, get ready to press Page Up on your book with your host, best-selling author and publisher, Dr. Angela Loria. Hey everyone, welcome to our Flap Copy Masterclass. Today's podcast is all about writing book descriptions that shine. And this is so important because, of course, people have not read your book before they buy it. So they don't have much to go on. They've got a title, they have your name. And they've got the book description. And so it's really important that you take the time to get this right. I'm going to teach you today exactly how to nail your book description. But first, I want to start with the name of the class. So this class, uh, today's podcast is actually called Flap Copy Master Class. And so I wanted to explain the origin of the term flap copy So for those of us who have been in marketing um, books, have been in the publishing industry for a long time, um, flap copy is the book description. You guys probably figured that out. Um, But why is it called flap copy? Well, because originally books were first published as um, hardcover books with a dust jacket and on the dust jacket, it would fold over inside. And on the inside left was usually the book description. And on the inside right flap copy was usually the author's bio. And traditionally, flap copy was written by by the editors, by people at the publishing company. And it was completely never written by authors. It it was actually written by a marketer um, because it is, it's a really different skill than writing a book. You've got, um, used to be a few paragraphs. I I don't know if the, if the word count has changed much. I bet the word count has actually gotten longer, but we've got about 250 words to play with here, which is really you know, a page used to be even shorter than that. And you have to capture the whole book in that, you know, two or three paragraphs, 200, 250 words. And not only do you have to um, capture the essence of the book, but more importantly, it's your most important piece of marketing ad copy. And if you write this well, you will sell many more books than if you don't write it well. So not just because it's in your book description, it's on your, um, you know, on the back cover of your book and on your, you know, all your profile pages, your Amazon pages, all those things, but because you'll end up using this copy many places when you get asked to speak, you'll end up grab people, say, what's your book about? You'll grab this copy. So you want to make sure that you are not just winging it on your flap copy. And 
today that flap copy is used in a way that it really wasn't um, before before the internet. Um, so when I started in publishing back in 1994, the the only the the flap copy was in a database, but the only people really searching that database were book buyers who have some different things. But searching this copy now that you write is really the entire internet. So it is really important that you understand keywords and that you understand um, how search works because the catalog copy, the, the flap copy becomes the searchable catalog copy where you are speaking directly to your readers. Um, and what are the words that they're do using? What would they be searching to find you? That's what I want you to really, really think about that is makes this so important is it also has to be searchable, tell people why they would want to read the book and get them excited about reading it so you don't want to give it away. So lots of steps, uh, lots of steps really here. Um, but let's start off philosophically with the idea of flap copy. Overall, what do we want to do here? So your reader, just like with the title, anything they see about your book, they want to know what is in it for me. They want to know what's in it for me. So you need to answer with your flap copy, why should someone buy this book? What will the author help me with? Will the author actually help me solve a problem that I need solved? Will the book be e interesting? <coughs> Excuse me. I'm uh, trying to hit the mute button today as I cough because I've got a little cold, but um, we'll try and get through this um, with my deeper, sexier voice today. Hi, everyone. Um, I'm going to just try and drink a little bit more. Um, your copy needs to be well-written because it will tell them whether or not the book is going to be well-written. Now, that's not necessarily true because, like I said, flap copy used to be written by marketing people and not the authors, but that's still the message. It's still the message that your readers will get is if the flap copy is interesting, they will go into the book thinking it's interesting. And they want to know, do I need this? You know, in today's day and age, they're asking, could I just read an article on Wikipedia and get the same information? So, um, so really looking at it from that perspective of how to set up the, the reader experience you want them to have, what I want to do today is walk you through 10 steps that I think are going to lead to the best possible uh, book description you could write. So I'm going to start where I always start for people who are listening to this episode who haven't listened to past episodes. One of the most important things that you can do as an author, and you owe this to your future readers to do it, 
is to understand the keywords that your readers are currently searching for right now. What are the keywords that they are using to solve the problem that your book solves? And until you get this, you are always going to be at a disadvantage uh, in, in the marketplace. So one of the things that I do to find a book description, uh, to find the right keywords is look at book descriptions for other books like yours. So where do I look for keywords? Well, certainly I look at the title, I look at the subtitle, and I look for any keywords there, and then I look at their description. And I'm looking for keywords. And when I find things that I think might be keywords, I type those keywords into Amazon and I see what books come up. So I want to know that the keywords that I'm picking when I put them in, that those books are delivering solutions to the same problem that I am addressing. Um, And so that's really important to know. The other thing I look at is um, the reviews. So reviews are really powerful, right? Because they are written by readers. So sometimes there's a book that's like yours, but when you read the comments of, um, of or the, you know, the Amazon reviews, as they're called, they're not called comments. Um, but when you read those reviews, you see the jargon or the language that the readers of those books are using. So if you want to say fat loss, but you notice that in the comments, everybody's saying diet, I would go with the word diet. Even if your subtitle or your description includes the phrase, this is not a diet, you're still getting that keyword diet in there. Got it? So let's get the right keywords. For your description, you can have... Uh, two or three keywords, and I'd like you to repeat them two or three times, no more than once every 50 words. And ideally, one of those keywords will be in your title or subtitle. Okay. Step number two. Now, most people skip this step, and it is unfortunate because it is a big opportunity. Step number two is to write a headline for your book description. So if we were to give kind of a, uh, uh, like an article title, if you're, if instead of uh, a book, uh, instead of a, instead of a book description, if you were writing a review of your book, what is the title the journalist might put on that review? So that is the next thing I want you to write. It's one sentence uh, that really characterizes the full uh, promise of the book. It's not the title of the book, but it's like a title of a review or the title of a description. Okay, in the actual description, you need to be super clear about the problem you're solving Um, If you're not really solving a problem, then you need to be very specific about what is in it for the reader. Why would they read it? What problem might they have that would make them enjoy reading it? 
or what situation might they be in, find themselves in. Um, so I'm thinking now about like, let's say you had a book about living overseas. Well, you're not necessarily going to solve some of the dramas that occur when one lives overseas. Um, but you could certainly identify the mm, unique challenges of being outside of your country. So we want that the reader, your ideal reader, to really know that you get them, you get where they are right now. Then what you want to do is make a promise. Now your title probably already makes a promise. But you want to make it bigger, better, and clearer. But you want to do it in a way that leaves the silver bullet option on the table. So your reader is hoping that the solution to his problem or her problem is external. Um, It is something that if they knew the right script to say or they had the right switch to flip, their problem would be solved. You don't want to take that silver bullet off the table. And in fact, in many cases, your solution will be even better than their solution, um, but different. Don't give away the way it's different. Don't give them a reason not to buy the book. Step number five, you do want to include your credibility I always like to caution people here because sometimes they get a little braggy. Um, and a little bit, uh, it's actually insecure. Um, how did I want to describe it? People go off and start listing off their accomplishments, but in a way that makes me trust them less. So put your credibility into a context that relates to your reader. So for instance, um, instead of saying, this is one that I do. So instead of saying I've published a hundred bestsellers in the last year, I will often, when I'm giving my credentials, state how um, in my first two years of coaching, only one of my clients finished their book. And since pivoting to this new format, every client has finished. Now, it's my, it's my bio, but I'm telling it in terms of the outcome that my readers get. So, you know, Kim has helped over 400 uh, jewelry entrepreneurs get, you know, make more than $50,000 with their jewelry business. So you're giving that credential in reference to how you've helped people instead of just rattling off how awesome you are. So think about that as you add that in. Um, Step number six uh, is what we always call this the authority description with my clients. And that is comparing your book to other books, ideally bestsellers or books that are selling well right now, that are similar. So we have a little formula that we teach, which is um, this book is like X mixed with Y with a dash of Z. And so that might be 
you know, it's like um, eat, pray, love meets uh, Yaya sisterhood with a dash of the time traveler's wife. Actually, I do think I have a book that matches that description. Um, so you want to get a couple other books in there. Do you know why? This is a fun one. Because those are keywords that are being searched. So people are looking for the desire map and they're looking for, you know, other books that are doing well, the, the tidying up book that everybody's into right now. People are looking for those books. So if your book is like them, that's great news. Include it in the description. The next thing that you want to include is a warning. This is step number seven. A warning about why they need to buy the book now and why they don't want to wait any longer. So having a sentence or two here that basically says, you know, most people dream about building their first home. Um, and one of the reasons they never get it done is they don't take concrete forward action. And so buying this book today, even if you are not ready to start building your first home, will get you closer to your goal. So you want to give them some reason. Why should they buy now and not wait? And immediately after you do that, I want you to give them specific steps. This is going to sound crazy to you guys, but include specific steps for how to buy the book. Now, I know they are most likely on a page where they can buy the book, but because your flap copy is now used in online book descriptions, I would literally provide a call to action. Now, if you're printing your book, I would leave this off the back cover for sure. Um, but what I would say in your book descriptions that are online is something like, so here's what to do. Scroll to the add to cart button, click the add to cart button and enjoy the benefit of your book, whatever that benefit statement was that you had. Right. And be on your way to enjoying, uh, you know, uh, gluten-free, delicious gluten-free meals. So actually put that in there. Now, after the call to action, I will often add some stars or a line, and then I will add a few things. So th this is step, uh, step nine, um, is if you have advanced praise or reviews or testimonials from clients that is that are relevant, or if you've been uh, written up in the media, or if you have another book, let's say that's a bestseller, I would put any reviews, testimonials, um, press mentions, third-party accolades, anything that you have won. Um, or any, you know, any award, anything you can add here um, for credibility and just make it look mm, like de facto, just like put it in a list without an explanation. Like, of course, this is where I always list my accolades. 
And finally, step number 10 is just to think about formatting. So including lots of white space, including subtitles, um, sub subheads within the description. So we already talked about doing the headline, but also having subheads. Uh, if it makes sense to have different colors or bullet points, especially as it's laid out on the back cover, look at the presentation and make sure that it is appealing to to read um, and that you can kind of wrap your wrap your mind around it. So I like to encourage you for the actual description, so not including that step number nine with the reviews, the testimonials, the press mentions, the third-party accolades, any of that. Um, I like it to be around the 250-word mark. Um, and the, the reviews can be extra. They're in different databases. There are limits, but I take up the full amount of those limits with anything you can include there. But try and keep your actual description to around 250 words and really focus on what's important and relating to what's in it for your ideal reader. So do not make this about you. Be very clear about who your ideal reader is and make your entire description focused on them. Keywords are essential and the right keywords are essential. And uh, using that authority description technique of getting a few names of other books in there, also really key. Putting your credibility in the context of your reader, really important. And including that call to action for your online profiles, again, not on your print book, um, but in your online profile, including that call to action step that most people skip. skip. Um, sometimes people need to be told to do that. So that's what I have for you this week in terms of writing fantastic book descriptions that make your book shine. Um, this was our flap copy masterclass. I will tell you, most people just don't give this the attention that their book deserves. And what I'm going to encourage you is if you already have a book that's out there, go ahead and work on this now and go and fix it because you really owe it to your book and to the people that you were born to help with your book. And if they cannot find your book, it will not make a difference. And that's what we're all about here, changing the world one book at a time. This has been another episode of Page Up, where we help nonfiction authors write a book that makes a difference. If you like the show today, be sure to tell a friend and leave us a review on iTunes. Check out our sister show, Book Journeys, also on iTunes. And don't forget to sign up for our mailing list at www.theauthorincubator.com, where you can learn more about how you can get your book written. 